Hi, Sharon Melton. Welcome back. Thank you so much. And, Hi, Sharon. And Libby. And welcome back, all of you guys. <laughs> so we're talking a little bit about the pageant thing today. Because Did you just say talking? I said we're and talking. And you said okay. guys. You uh, went away right. from us. I'm here. <laughs> um, so uh, We're talking all things pageant. Pa- all things pageant. Front and of house, we've talked back about, of house. We've talked about some of the really... Interesting and informative stuff, and some of the good things, and some of the great things. And now I would like to, you know, Sharon has judged pageants, I have, and um, that's a whole other thing because pageant directors and their teams that prepare these girls, yes, they do. That's a whole special thing, it is, and it's a big, big business. It's a big business, right? I mean, huge, yeah. We have a pal. Bill Everson that has a show and it's all about the pageantry of pageants. I've had some really interesting experiences judging pageants Um, and I know you have and you know there used to before social media social media obviously has changed everything but it has changed the pageant business it has because there was a time when as a judge you were not very subtly influenced by the pageant organization um, as to who they wanted to win. I mean, it it pretty much has always been sort of made clear to me um, being a judge because you just, there's a lot of communication that's nonverbal that you can pick up on and it's very deliberate. I'm not bashing the pageant <laughs> world, by the way. I'm just saying... I'm sort of probably more tuned in and sensitive to, to things like that. So I'm kind of looking for it probably. Mm-hmm. I understand. But saying things like um, obvious things like, isn't, isn't Tennessee great? Isn't she great? I mean, come on. You have to admit that she is great. And I know that from judge panel discussions, somehow whatever it is that you're in a – in a room and you're there's not supposed to be anybody else in there as judges you're discussing comparing notes thoughts you're not even supposed to do that normally but i've been in panels where that's happened and is this during the pageant oh, it's during it, the pageant okay so it's like we're having we're breaking and right and someone on the judges panel who has been pumped and primed it's like being the the head juror on a jury like in a courtroom they start guiding and guiding and guiding and like walking you through who's and, well but don't forget that miss tennessee xyz abc um it was so infuriating once that i literally stood up and left the room really yeah wow. and i said if i'm if i if you're not if i'm not here for my expert opinion then clearly you don't need me and i will just go home because I don't need this bullshit. Right. right. You don't need to be told who to vote for. Well, no, I'm, I'm not surprised because there was a time when a lot of that did happen. I heard about that. Um, right. Even during the times when I was competing, the rumors, the, the talk comes about mm-hmm. that. Um, now that I do judge, I always make sure that something like that doesn't happen. I've mm-hmm. been head judge for a number of local and state pageants, which I'm honored about because it's my chance to give back and make sure it's as up and up as possible. Right. Because... I don't want that to happen to anyone else. No. Right. I mean, I've experienced things and it 
you just want to make sure that you're in a position where it's as fair as possible because sure. those girls work way too hard to get to where they are. And for someone to come in and say, hey, well, we should be going this direction or this direction. Mm -hmm. An opinion is one thing. Mm -hmm. You may see you may have seen something one judge sees something that another does not. So they can bring that in. Right. But if they're constantly <clears throat> pushing because they're saying, oh, no, we have to pick this girl because of this reason. Mm -hmm. They're like, hold up just a second. Right. That's not what we're here for. Right. We're here right. to pick the, the most qualified person for this position. And that's it. The well, you, you, are a, you are a qualified judge. You are you definitely there's no question. I feel like I'm a qualified you judge. You are. What used to really make me unhappy is I would arrive mm -hmm. to judge a pageant and you're there for two or three days. And you look at the other judges and you're like, these people have no qualification to be on this panel. Right. None. They're like in a boy band from Well, whatever. You know, a professional tennis player. Right. Really? And it really irritates me. And that's also, also seriously, unfair to those girls. Mm -hmm. Well, I do know a lot of times, though, on a national level, if you're bringing in a celebrity who may not have as much judging experience, what they'll do is in the preliminary competition, they will bring in people who have a lot of experience. So for the preliminaries, they're bringing in people who are going to be picking the top 10 anyway. So hopefully through that round, it kind of weeds out any possibility of picking someone who should not have been up there. But right. I, I totally see where Neil's coming from. But when you're pulling somebody who doesn't know what in the world they're doing, they're just there because they may have name recognition. Right. You kind of wonder, is that such a good idea? Because right. these mm -hmm. girls have worked and competed so and so, so hard. Right. Is this person really going to give them their just desserts or their due if right. they don't know what in the world they're doing? To appreciate what they're seeing. Right. <clears throat> you know, some guys, I have judged so many of these where, you know, there's a professional athlete and I'm like, they're looking at the contestants in a different way than I am. Right. And right. we won't get into it, right. but it's pretty obvious. <laughs> and I'm not mad. I mean, it is their perspective, right. which is why I'm like, are you, maybe you should just get to pick an, a non- winning category where it's not going to make a difference who right. wins this pageant. Mm -hmm. But one thing, Sharon, I would love for you to talk about is whenever you watch Miss America, there when they start culling the herd and it becomes from 50 to what? They go 30? Does it go to 30 or does to it go 50 25. to 25? No, it, it, sometimes it goes to 12, sometimes okay. it goes to 10. Sometimes they've been doing, it used to be just go to uh, top 10. Okay. But to give more suspense and sure. give more states visibility, they've done like 15 or 12. Okay. It just right. varies per year. And you just touched on where I wanted to go, and that is states visibility. So you will always have the following states. Illinois, Florida, Texas, and California. Possibly Georgia is uh, Georgia's almost always in that top 15 for sure group. And they always have a very polished girl, but it, it's just so every single pageant on the national level, those states are always represented. It seems like they are. It's like Texas, I feel like, is always in there. 
You is know that, why, don't you? No. That's well, I mean, they're not, they're, okay, I mean, <laughs> yes. it, it varies every year. Sure. But he is right. There are a lot of states that often are going to be in a top 15 right. or top 12 or top 10 because they're referred to as what we call SASH states. Okay. SASH states are states that for a number of years, they know how to prepare their contestants. Okay. They are very competitive mm-hmm. in pageants because they come from a world of pageants. Right. Um, a lot of these young ladies may have competed when they were a lot younger. Right. And some of these systems, both America and USA, have teen pageants, which have a tendency of funneling those teenagers into adulthood to compete in the bigger world pageants. And those are southern states. Yeah, Yeah. they're more prepared. So you you can't fault them for always having a contestant in the top 15 when they know what they're doing. (laughs) Right. Which is great. It's like he's saying, I mean, I think the whole like essence of what you two are saying about the judging and having qualified judges and unqualified judges is like every single girl works their ass off to get to where they're going to. But this political kind of, and I don't know what it's like now, but I mean, we dealt with some of this in skating too. It's like, this person is going to go to the Olympics, so we're going to make sure they get there, no matter how they competed on the day of. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like that's kind of like, we found our winner, so we're going to push them, you know, forward as much as possible Mm -hmm. in the political kind of way that it is, which is so unfair and so devastating for someone who might have performed better than the day of, which is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to remember, even in preliminary competitions, you may just kill it every single portion of that, but it's that night, that final night. Mm -hmm. It's a a blessing and a curse. It is. If you aren't on that final (laughs) night, even if you were on preliminaries, it doesn't matter. It's what happens that final night that will determine if you end up winning or not, if it's a fair competition and it's a fair judging. And speaking of some of the boo-boos. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) okay. The best part of the pageant to me, and I can... I'll watch the opening number and I'll be like, Texas, California, Florida, Illinois, Georgia, Miss New York. And from there, it's up for grabs. And then I'll just go away and do something else. But I ain't missing the questions. Let me rephrase that. I'm not missing the answers. Because sometimes they are legendary. Do we need to play the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah, we have. We have. Bobby Bobby. has got. This has got to be. What year is this? 2007. 2007, okay. Miss yeah. South Carolina. Carolina. In the teen pageant. In the Miss teen, teen pageant. USA. Miss yeah. Teen USA. And have a listen. Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much South Carolina. Oh, yes. Thank you so much, <laughs> South Carolina, because that was life changing. The world of comedy. You know, the wor- oh. If I'm ever having a bad day, I'm going to go to that too. clip. I'm just going to play Miss South Carolina because my worst day is probably not as bad you as that. You two are so Well, wrong. I'm just so happy <laughs> to be a USA American. That I have USA American pride. And, um, oh, the, oh, the, that's why I was saying the answer is. Girl. Yes. <laughs> Okay. 
Um, so, Sharon, yes. can you walk us through that? I, I kind of can. <laughs> just from, <laughs> I, I know everybody laughs at this. It, it know, broke my sorry. heart. I no, know, no, I you do not have to apologize because I mean, you were not I alone I hope she's on laughing this. at it at, at this Now, point. I hope she is 10 I years I mean, later. She's infamous. Yeah, because it was probably traumatizing for her because oh. she was a teenager. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to take it from the perspective. I'm, I'm the Debbie Downer on this, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. From, from my perspective in the pageant system, what I saw and what I heard was someone who was petrified, mm-hmm. who was scared, who was probably a little what we call programmed, Okay. where she had probably memorized certain answers to certain questions. Yeah. And when you have a tendency of doing one. that, when you get a question, you're not listening to the question. You just have a certain answer based on one word you may have heard in the question. Right. Oh, they're talking about maps or, oh, they're talking about helping people. Oh, and everything she remembers that she learned about helping people or maps she or the country. Heard, she probably like global, global. Exactly. Issues. Exactly. Matt. No. How come people can't find <laughs> 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 a map? Like a yeah. global issue. Yeah. And that's a problem because yeah. it happens a lot where some girls lose who they are mm-hmm. because they're overprepared or mm-hmm. they listen yeah, to the wrong the person instead of, as Neil and I know, you just have to be yourself when you just go into be yourself. this. And that's it. Right. You've and gotten this far exactly. being yourself. So. It's like being over-rehearsed, mm-hmm. yes, over-scripted. that's what it was. That's exactly what it we was. We don't know what when, that's when like. You're doing, no. <laughs> but when you're doing public speaking, one of the things that that... I, my advice to people doing public speaking, which is you do ver- so well, might you, I say, is very. It's very simple. Think of the three things that need to be said, and forget everything else. And get up there and talk. Just be yourself. Say something funny. Get the audience mm-hmm. loosened up well, and on your, your audience, side, right? and they're they're ready to buy into right, whatever yes. it is that you're going to put out there, and then just catch them what you're throwing. Right, just, right. And one last one I wanted to add on that, especially as a contestant, you have to listen to the question. Right. (laughs) Right. And if you don't understand. (laughs) That would be key. That would help. Yeah. If you don't understand, just ask. Could you please repeat Repeat the question? And I love it when they do that because like I can't even comprehend like and like it's really I can't imagine the pressure. Well, to me, it says I'm going to buy myself a couple Uh extra seconds here to get it together. But as a judge, it doesn't matter. Right. No, it doesn't matter. You can't take off for that as a judge. And I'd rather somebody do that, like you're saying, Sharon, mm-hmm. than come up with the U.S. Americans not having mm-hmm. maps and get on to South Africa and, and to all help kinds the of Iraq. crazy shit. Girl, we hope you're enjoying life somewhere. Miss South Dakota, South Carolina, oh, South, South Carolina. 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 Uh oh. I mean, that's my. I don't have a map. She's probably. A, <laughs> oh shit. You know I'm what? Go Here, give me one. Here's today. my guess. <laughs> She's probably a very high-ranking state politician Um, she might even be governor one day because there's some dumb ass politicians out there too (laughs) um pageants politics it's all a big thing but it's been really interesting hearing you know as long as we've been friends we've never ever had this conversation because we had so many other things to talk about right (laughs) i'm Mm -hmm. just saying (laughs) that's true (laughs) which is always fun always fun and god i mean there's just it's like the more you know about it the more you want to know or the more you like you know like there's just there's so much more to know yeah Mm -hmm. and to be shared but you know i have a lot of respect for you sharon so i didn't want to 
make this a total teardown and we can do that by ourselves yeah Mm. Uh, (laughs) next week right but modeling and pageants you know and this all this kind of thing i will say this um whenever girls came in young girls that wanted to be models in new york from the and be on that that world stage the girls that had had pageant backgrounds had a big advantage they had great poise they had great posture they knew how to move their body they knew how to walk they knew how to present themselves they knew how to how to engage with a perfect stranger in a professional situation they it's had like i mean it's training they had a lot of it's polish like, part of life training is being poised right. and so knowing I, how to speak and well talking. that's the thing one of the biggest things and a lot of girls have always said this especially those who have learned how to interview well that they can take that pageant experience in any single job that Mm -hmm. they go into, they know how to interview. Mm -hmm. They feel comfortable, they feel confident, and they know about themselves. And if you can get that, that'll help you with everything else you do in life. Right. Don't let your mama feed you pixie sticks. (laughs) But it has some benefits. Oh, God. Well, interview skills, like we were talking about, I mean, yeah. Dress for Success, that does such a great job. I mean, the woman who shared her story, she said, I was like, you know, drilled by these CEO women mm-hmm. who were mentoring, you know, mm-hmm. her for this interview. She said, in the best way. And she said, I walked into that interview more confident than I've ever been about anything in my entire life. And that's a huge deal. Big. Huge. I mean, and yes, so pageantry, modeling. If you you know, one time you asked it. me something about modeling schools, and I said, mm-hmm. if if you are really shy and, you know. Right, and that's totally the best th- way there, to put it. There, there is benefit to being in a program like that because there it is. does teach you self-confidence. And, and that's one of the greatest gifts, as we have just certainly said, that you can possess. Right, and you and, even mentioned not everyone is going to win. Only one person is going to win per competition, but you still take a lot of winning aspects with you and everything else you do in your life, if you know how to use them. Right. And you certainly do and certainly have. Except for algebra. Because you, <laughs> Sharon, except for, well, this one, please. For real. But for Sharon Melton, real. you have always been a winner. You're always gonna be a winner. And guys, go over there and uh, click on Sharing, sharing the, the sugar, sugar with, with Sharon. 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 Is it on Meltes. iTunes, SoundCloud, it's, yeah, all on the Google Play, Google Play, all of that? Yeah. Well, subscribe to that. Subscribe to Neil and Libby. And you know what I'm going to subscribe to? What you going to subscribe to? Being back to? here next Tuesday <laughs> with my Libby and Bobby Slam Duncan. <laughs> and thank you guys for being with us once again. Thank you. It's been we real. We love you and thank you. Very Sharon, much, Sharon. So much. Oh, and you'll you have to are come wonderful. back. Oh, anytime I'll be here. You, fa- you two are just fabulous. And I'm so proud and, and happy you. for all that you guys are accomplishing with this great podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. We can't wait to hear more of yours. Thank you. Right. Um, cheers, y'all. Well, cheers, and we will see you next time. Next time. <laughs>